0: Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is
1: Rahul Reddy. Today is June 21st, 2021. The time is about 3.30 p.m. Reading TC does conduct Zoom conferences every single day. It's free for people to attend, for those people who are in the conference. If you want to ask any question, please raise your hand. You'll be announced with your name to ask the question.
2: Umapati. Hi.
3: Hi, sir. Uh, Namaskaram. Uh, I called sometime back, two weeks back, regarding my green card. So in 2016, my employer processed my G.C. But I got approved. But the I-140 party, they got RFP, and they didn't uh, apply to that RFP. So I asked them to give the RFP. Uh, they, they gave the RFP as multiple beneficiaries. So is it something we c- I can consider to take it further? Or...
1: Which year was this? 2016 what do you mean multiple beneficiaries uh,
3: like they asked uh, uh, some list of documents the so employer applied for uh, uh, 10 people that green card i140 so they are asking everyone's w2 forms
1: Ah, uh, they are they're wanting to have ability to pay so what is the question for me right now uh, like can i uh,
3: consider to take it further with uh, contacting attorneys and uh, on this case
4: because the perm card approved what? It.
1: The, but the i140 got denied or approved uh, they,
4: they gave RFP but they didn't reply to that RFP. so can we so consider- they don't
1: wait wait if they don't have enough finances they cannot reply to the i140 because it's going to be denied that's the reason why they did it so I don't see any reason why what another lawyer can do benefit for you because if the company doesn't have the ability to pay they don't have the ability to pay there's nothing you can do about it okay okay yeah we can ignore right so. yeah it doesn't it won't do any good for you yeah. next person please. yeah thank you okay
5: sai uh, bogle yes hi uh, so my question today is that because they have removed the uh, biometrics um, for h4 and ead uh, mm-hmm. i wanted to ask if we can put everything in the same packet for my he- uh, husband's h1b extension will they approve it in the same packet because earlier they used to separate it and uh, give different uh, receipt numbers. So now are they not going to do that and approve everything together?
1: That's what we thought that they would do. That would have been more efficient for them to do it, but they are not. still not doing it according to our report. I don't know if they would change their mind, but at this point of time, they are not doing. Now, as far as you are concerned, though, you have no choice of the best option for you would still be to include H1B, H4, and EAD together. But at this time, though, they are not adjudicating both the things at the same time.
5: Okay. So if I do premium processing, will that help at all or it's the same?
1: It was, I, it, it, it will definitely help a little bit, but not that they are going to approve the application along with your, for it, along with the I-129, they're not approving at this time. I don't know if they're going to change month later or 10 days later. I don't know if that's going to happen.
5: Okay. Okay. Thank you.
2: Yuraj?
6: Hey, good evening, guys. Uh, so, you know, um, I got uh, my employer A, uh, he filed my iron 40. I moved mm-hmm. to employer B, mm-hmm. so, uh, five months back. So mm-hmm. I got an offer, employer C. So, during the transfer time, employer A withdrew my I-140. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, during the time, I got a fee. So, mm-hmm. they asked for uh, the fraud and uh, they asked for something. I'm eligible for beyond the 60-year six, six, limit. Okay. They want a reason.
1: When was your I-140 withdrawn? Was it withdrawn after six months it's been approved or before yeah. six months?
6: After six months.
1: Okay, so if um, if it's withdrawn after six months, unless there is a fraud involved in it, you're eligible for the H1B beyond six years.
6: Yes, but uh, so they asked uh, for the more evidence uh, to approve uh, uh, the my H1B for compliance. So no, I, just... yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I, I gave my resignation notice to them provide uh,
1: the- go, go do one thing you can file an online application called freedom of information
6: okay
1: the USCIS will release the i 140 information okay. it will have when it's been withdrawn that's going to be clear directions for you when it's been withdrawn foia uscis
2: no,
1: can you put the Gayathri, can you put the link that i normally tell you to put every day
2: sure Rahul. i have updated already i'll re update yeah okay
6: so just i want to know so if if they give the more evidence to the uh, USAC, they will abroom my... I own, uh, sorry. Uh,
1: yeah, I don't see any problem in it. Unless there is some fraud involved in it, you're good. Okay. okay. And the link is there for of information. It's there. Um, Gayatri has given. Next person, please. Thank you.
2: Sureshita?
6: Namaskar, Rahul Garu. Thank you for conducting Sir. this.
1: Let's do um, any... Uh, go ahead.
6: Yeah, thank you for conducting this. My question is about the uh, medical I You already answered that that to somebody else also. The question is coming from the fact that uh, uh, my friend who uh, is helped by uh, Fragomen, they said that uh, you should not submit your medicals unless and until two things happen. That's their
1: opinion. That's my opinion. What's your question for me?
6: Okay, my question is uh, you helped me file the 485. So, if I um, want to file the medicals
1: via the interfiling as the... Just to mail it to us, we'll send it to USCIS with no cost to you.
6: Wonderful. Thank you, sir. I will do that. That's all.
1: Next
2: person, please. Radha. Hi, Rahul. Uh,
6: My current H-1B expires on October 8th, 2021, 2021. But the last time I traveled outside the country and came back, the online I-94 shows a date, the admit until date as 10 3, 2020. And now when I'm trying to extend my H1B, my attorney is saying that my I-94 is, is has expired, even though my paper I-94 stays it's valid until October 18th, 2021.
1: When is your passport visa expiring? So my visa expires 10 18 No no pass, passport passport sorry, passport expiring.
6: My passport already expired on October 8
1: 2020 and I renewed it again. So, and you got an I-94 only until October eight, two 2020? The online I-94 is October 2020, but my paper I- ninety four. October what? October what? 2020, October, October 3rd. What date?
6: October 3rd,
1: 2020. Yeah, sometimes when, what they do is that when they see the passport expiry, they only give until the passport expiration. So you should have noticed that one though. So your lawyer is right in what he's saying.
7: Okay. So
6: what 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 should my next steps be?
1: Uh, you should uh, put off this one and then have a consultation with the lawyer. Okay. It cannot be answered in this one. Okay. All right. Next Thank person, you. please. Hello, Rahul,
8: sir. Uh, my priority date is current for the July and I'm filing my 90 year old uh, son's, uh, 19.
1: Yeah.
8: So what documents I need to submit, uh, as a primary applicant applicant for me, do I need to submit my tax return, bank statement and W2 as well? Nope. So. So what, uh, uh, so maybe the my 485 receipt and...
1: Uh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, do you have a lawyer who's handling the 485 you're doing by yourself? Uh,
8: for uh, for my son, I'm doing myself.
1: No, don't do it, sir. Okay. Uh, do it with a lawyer, okay?
8: Okay, now I have one more question. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, uh, I want uh, my, you know, uh, his file to be reached there on uh, 1st of July. So is it okay if the signature is done in June? but the file is delivered on July 1st.
1: That's perfectly okay.
8: Okay. Thank you, sir.
1: Next person, please.
2: Sushil.
7: Hey, Rahul. Uh, Sushil here. Uh, yes, I have one yes. question. Uh, yeah, uh, it's regarding my priority date. My priority date is uh, 2015, July 2015 with company A. And I am now at Company B, and uh, they already started my uh, green card processing, which is underway. I think uh, they just uh, filed my prevailing wage determination, and Mm -hmm. uh, uh, I had a call with uh, my attorney last week, and I asked them to, you know, start recruitment along with prevailing wage determination. So uh, they said, yeah, that's possible, and they will do it. So uh, what do you think uh, I should stay with them? I mean, stay with company B or should I go back? with If I were
1: A? you, if I were mm-hmm. you, I would go back to company B, uh, company A.
7: Okay, because I asked them and they said, yeah, they filed my uh, green card in EB3 only. And they said it may become current next year.
1: Probably. Are they willing to take you?
7: Uh, I did not check with company A, but this is just a conversation with company B. Uh, I mean, attorney uh, from. No, so I,
1: I so I will go with company. So the the previous company A is EB three or EB two. EB three. I'm going back to the old company. They give a chance to me because by the time okay. this labor is going to be approved, it's going to be two years. So I'm I, I don't have that patience. I don't want to keep be keep coming to this kind of conference calls forever. Okay and who knows the yeah. project did my backlog who knows next person please thank you yeah
2: M- madan
3: namaste sir so namaste. my uh, i filed for my downgrade i140 in october uh, it was filed as an amend uh, then uh, i i uh, upgraded it to premium uh, and received an rfe so what will be the impact we originally we took um, what is rfe about rfe is about uh, two things bona fide job offer and uh, ability to pay for multiple beneficiaries
1: um, how does the uh, how does the ability to pay look like the,
3: uh, my the the uh, from the folks from my employers are saying not, not very good, but uh, my uh,
1: attorney is uh, analyzing that as, as of right now. Um, it's it's a simple math As far as the bona fide job offer, I don't have a problem with it. That's a very normal thing. Ability to pay is clearly mathematical principle though. Either it's yes or no. Right. You know, A plus B whole square is equal to A square plus B square plus to ab is that right? Mm-hmm. right no matter and, where you go the answer is the same but when you come, when you come to the law it can be anything you know what i mean and they so, but you know, when it comes to, when it comes to the ability to pay though um it it is so if the ability to pay is a problem the company can rectify it are you working with that company right now or are you not yes, working sir. with company. yes sir i'm
3: i'm corrected.
1: yeah so they may have filed for a lot of people who are not working for the company though
3: Right, right, that's and that's the reason said. why
1: you are in trouble. Uh, what about your your paycheck though? Your paychecks are more than the prevailing wage. No. Uh, uh, okay, I see the point. That, that was the problem. I would sit down with the I would sit down with the with the company and tell them to pull out all the people who are not working for the company. Right. Because hey, either you know you do justice to them or you do justice. I've been working with you for so long. For 10, 10 years. Now this guy left the company, joined Apple, made all the money. Now he's coming back. You're trying to benefit him. You will neither benefit him or not. Be because if I get the denial, look, all the other people will get the denial. Your company will go bankrupt. They, okay.
3: they are they are trying to uh, do that uh, to analyze uh, uh, how many. How yeah, do... it's as I said
1: to you. It's very clear analytics. If mm-hmm. if if the company wants, uh, once they analyze, if they want a second opinion, I would recommend a person by name Ryan Vick in our office. Sure. All he does is the ability to pay. Every single day he does it, so you can just, you can have the consultation, but not you. Your employer should have the consultation. Actually, my... now if 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 you feel that this I-140 is weak to go, I want you to withdraw this I-140. Withdraw the I-140. And and then you're fine with the previous I-140 approval.
3: My non-immigrant status, will will it uh, be impacted in any way? No,
1: sir. It will not be impacted.
3: My original EB-2 will be impacted in any way, sir.
1: If you follow my direction and withdraw this one, it should not.
3: It should not. And... and, just one two more questions question. for a person please one last question sir so yeah. the, the uh, i heard the rfe can be abandoned uh, and that mean? will that will you know not responded and that will give a uh, uh, time for uh, filing another perm through another means so is is that no I don't, I don't
1: want it i don't want it i want it to be withdrawn withdrawn okay next person please
2: thank you sir
9: uh, hi Rahul, uh, I have an extension due in December 9th uh, and I'm about to file an extension. Uh, but my mm-hmm. only is that if I file it now, will I get it post-stated after December 9th or will uh, the USAIs uh, uh, give the extension based on the current data uh, whenever they would appro- approve it? No, normally when we file the extension for
1: people like you, we put December 9, 2021 to December 9th, 2024. We don't put the end date as June 2024.
9: Uh, okay. You're, you're,
1: you're speaking about EAD or you're speaking of H1B, sorry. No, no, H1B. Uh, yeah.
9: yeah, it will be it will be three years since whenever your H1B expires. Uh, okay, I'll be getting this six months and along with the next uh, okay, three years. But this six months, you already have it. Yeah, I already have it. but uh, Yeah, so th- no, uh, you're would, not getting this would, six months. You already you already got this six months. Uh, okay, fine. And one more question. So I have a future post-employment uh, uh, GC, uh, I mean, 140 filed, uh, but I'm asking him to downgrade it, but he is not willing to do that. As he says that he has about 400 people waiting before me. Is it a valid reason which he's providing to me? Remember that I was speaking with the other guy? Yeah. Just now I was speaking with another gentleman. Did you listen to him? Is I-140 no, got into trouble for the ability to pay? Ability to pay? No, I didn't listen to him. I'm sorry for that.
1: Yeah. Well, it's the same story. Um, the issue is that um, if you're not working for the company, though, there comes the ability to pay. The company has to show ability to pay. And if they have filed for a lot of people like you, um, if they downgrade it, there is a good chance that the I one forty will be denied. Uh,
9: no, but I'm working for him. But I don't have H one with him. Still, I'm working with him. What do you mean? You're working with him? You you don't have a H one with him? No, I'm working for a full time company. I'm a full timer, and I do have a project with him. But uh, yeah, I. But you're it. not getting paid for him. No, I get it paid, but uh, it's not official. <laughs> <laughs> So that's the problem, uh, not allowing that. And uh, I guess... Uh, you better speak with... That can't be allowed. You can't work like that. I'm sorry, but... Uh, There's no other way to you work. Are in... Yeah, I'm an architect. I work um, as an architect. What architect you are? I'm into Java UI. So That's not architect. That's software. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, I no longer code.
1: Wait, well, I first, do I don't know what... What do you mean, no longer code? What is... In
9: Texas, if you call yourself an architect without a license, they'll put you in jail. No, but I work for my full-time company, so I have developers working under me, so I do design work and... uh, Okay, number one, you cannot work for a company that you don't have a work
1: authorization. Period. Okay, thank you. Next person, please. I don't know which world you are living in. You need to consult a lawyer make sure you're doing everything perfectly, sir. Whether you're an architect or whatever you are, I don't know, first is... The architect word is wrong word. It's a software, whatever it is. Architect word is wrong. In most of the states, it's you can't use the word architect. That's an internal thing what you use, okay? In the in the well, in, in your own home, people will call, your mom will call you Raja, Raja. It doesn't mean that you're a king, okay? That's like architect is the same way. I want you to get to the real world and no, you can't work un, without a work authorization, sir. Even if you're not getting paid or even if you're getting paid next person please venkat yeah hi hi rahul
10: garu uh, yes. my question, uh, my priority date is uh, to i mean december 2012 uh, yes and, uh, i filed my eb3 downgrade uh, with my previous employer sorry let me put this so i was working for employer a and changed my job to employer b in mm-hmm. 2000 mm-hmm. but my employer did not uh, withdraw uh, the 140 mm-hmm. uh, at the same time he did not show uh, my 140 in the ability, of ability to pay uh. okay this is for the couple of years and then I moved back to my uh, employer A in November uh, 2020 and he downgraded that to EB3 which is again I think a new So, I did not uh, convert to premium because uh, I have a teenage son.
1: And uh, so, how does this make complicated? Everything what this guy is doing wrong though. Mm -hmm. Um, First thing is that if he has not shown the ability to pay in the previous year, Mm -hmm. the best way I would have done is withdrawn that I-140 and would have filed an I-140 downgrade again.
10: Uh, so withdrawal is important, okay. Without right. withdrawal. You see,
1: you, see, you see the point? Because they're asking the ability to pay and then he is telling that, oh, I don't have to show to this guy because his is withdrawn. And all of a sudden now he says, no, it's not been withdrawn. So he's contradicting his statement. So he could do officially, just withdraw the I-140. Now? Now for the previous I-140, and yeah. should have filed an I-140 again afterwards. So everything he's doing, so did you got an RFE right now?
10: No, I did not convert to premium because I have a teenager son. So I'm just sitting on that. Okay. What is your question now? (laughs) My question is, I mean, do I get into trouble? I'm thinking of converting it to premium because the dates are uh, final action date is current. So do I get into trouble with any RFEs uh, for that?
1: There is a chance. There is a chance. It could be. But you have to take it. Okay.
10: And my... And my second question is, my wife filed a H4 EAD in May 2020. Her H4 uh, visa got uh, approved and we got the copy, but H4 EAD, there's no st- uh, change in the status. Did you file it together? Yes. Mm, it is that's very day, odd. The date changed, so yesterday or day before, we raised a service request.
1: So... Yeah, some of the cases fell out of the loop sometimes. Uh, it seems to be that it, they should have approved the H4 and DAD together. They didn't. Um, raise a service request if that doesn't work, though. Go to the congressman and approach it. That's the best thing you can do right now. Thank you. Thank you very much, sir. Next person, please. Shankar. Uh, hello, sir. Namaste. Thank you for doing this. Nice. Uh, so,
7: my, my dates, I filed in October, uh, downgraded, uh, 140 premium processed. Uh, Become current in this month. So I'm all good uh, biometrics is done But uh, here is a tricky question I have. My wife uh, H4 expired in well, last year, but her EAD was expired in November because we filed with previous employers, then we new And she worked for a couple of stuffs, I mean like I an mean, over a month after H4 expired, but the EAD, EAD was not expired.
1: Will there be a problem in processing 4.8-5.4 farming? What can we do next? Well, let me ask you this question. Who's asking the question right now? Uh, So I'm asking, I'm a primary. This question is from- But who's asking the question?
7: Oh, nobody's asking. I'm just saying when they pick up my 482 because I'm qualified.
1: It's, the... it's, it's better to consult a lawyer on this one though, rather than getting an official information or a recorded line, which is not good for you. There are many okay. practical methods that you can you know, get the mistake for that mistake that you've done. And she has an EAD too. So there are better practical methods that you can get the things worked out. Okay. I'll come to you offline then. Sure. Kalyan. next person, please.
2: Kalyan? Uh,
1: oh, not that I'm not that I'm encouraging to do anything. I just don't want to, you know, uh, go poke on the previous one. Go ahead, Kalyan.
2: Yeah, thank you for doing this, sir. Uh, so I have a few quick questions, two of them, I think. Um, so this is my spouse situation. Uh, his uh, PD is Feb 2012, and we are mm-hmm. current in July bulletin, mm-hmm. um, EB3. Uh, But this is from his previous employer and the current employer perm got approved last week. Yeah, so now we are in a situation where um, we, I mean, the attorney is only allowing us to file in either one category at a time, they're ready to file in both but not uh, concurrently. so, uh, we wanted to understand whether we should go for EB3 first because the dates are current uh, for EB3 and then go for upgrade to EB2 because we want to have both the options available or... You should... want to have
1: both the options available, but they are not giving both the options available.
2: They are, but they don't want to do it together. They want to do one after the other. Ah,
1: okay. They are good company. I mean, believe me, they are good company. Um, I am personally,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I will pick EB3 right now.
2: Okay. Uh, personally, so, my, I'll pick EB3. so my follow-up question would be, if we go for EB3 uh, file for premium processing, which is I-140 premium plus I-485 together, mm-hmm. and then- uh, with-
1: uh, One thing, I, I, I somehow don't like premium processing when you file the 485 though. It's not that it cannot be achieved. Fifty percent of the time, we get it back, and we have to send it back. I personally recommend that you do file in regular processing and convert into premium processing later on.
2: So sir, this is for the new firm with the second. I am
1: aware. I'm I'm aware of that. Yeah. You told me that it was approved one week ago, or two weeks ago. That's what you told me. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. So you're saying we should go ahead file 140 in premium first, and then wait for a uh, filing 485. Is what you're saying? No, 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 no. no. Okay, sorry. Yeah.
1: I would file I-140 and 485 right now, convert it to premium processing later on.
2: When you say later on, that means... When, you
1: whenever you get a receipt notice for I-140. For I-140?
2: Yeah.
1: Okay.
2: And uh, another thing, uh, if we are going for upgrade in this situation that you suggested, are there any complications involved? Um, would no. we have to provide any additional documentation when we are going for upgrade? Uh, consider- when you say upgrade is AB2. Yes, from EB three to
1: EB. No, nothing is required. Okay. Absolutely nothing. I mean, the same educational document, the same tax, all the same things are required. Do you need to give them any explanation? No. <laughs> you're paying them seven hundred dollars. Sure. They're saying that last year they're telling that they don't they don't have enough cases, so you're paying seven hundred dollars. That's it. They sure. take it
2: because his previous I one forty with the first employer was in EB two. Uh, so just wanted to double that Doesn't
1: it. mean anything. Even if it's EB1, you can file an EB3. Sure. Nothing wrong with it.
2: Sir, and one last thing. Uh, so when should we f- go for upgrade? Is it once we have this EB3 and I-485 approved? Or should we wait? Yeah.
1: Say- once you have the EB3 approved, if you want, you can go for the upgrade of the EB2.
2: So when you say EB3 approved, means EB3 140 approved, right? That's right. Okay. That is right.
1: Sure. You don't have to wait for the 485 for approval.
2: Got it, sir. Thanks a lot, sir. Really appreciate
1: it. Next person, please. Rudvi. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, I have signed yes, my uh, VICE uh, H4 EAD,
6: um, uh, which is still in processing, but uh, later on, I moved co- to different companies. Uh, uh, do I need to update to
4: USCIS? US- US- US? Is there any way to Yes, do that or, there are b-
1: different things, though. Uh, I use a word called medical interfiling. I want to use the same thing, okay? Try to upgrade, interfile, saying that, "Hey, I'm not working with Coca-Cola. I'm working with Pepsi. Here is my Pepsi's approval. Send it to them." That's number one step that you will do. Number two, did you file H4EAD again with this Pepsi company, or you did not?
9: No, I did not. Do it.
1: Okay. 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 At the interfiling thing, the same medical interfiling. The principles work the same. The address and everything works the same. Do it, inter and then you do the other step that I told you. Next person, please. Okay, thank you. It's Sanvi? still in the chat.
5: Hi, uh, this is uh, Sanvi. So um, we have a situation uh, like this. So my husband's previous company got acquired by another company. And uh, so they started this process again. Uh, so they applied the uh, labor. But our previous uh, priority date was 2012 okay
2: Yikes.
5: Uh, And now it has become current and our labor has not yet approved and uh, so what uh, what should we do right now?
1: C- can your husband go back to the old company?
5: No, that was already like, acquired by the new company that does not exist anymore.
1: Well, you don't have much option now you'll have to wait for the labor certification to be approved. Beggars can't be choosers.
5: Hmm. I have another question. So online I was checking that if the priority date is current and if you don't apply within the last, within one year, then they won't be uh, taking it later. Like they don't uh, take the application later. Like if you don't apply within...
1: You're right. You're right. But that was with the old company.
5: That was with the old company. But uh, if you apply... You you don't...
1: Ma'am. If you have an I-140 approval, if the final action date becomes current and you don't do any action in one year, it will be considered to have abandoned. But, hey, your I-140 is with which company? That was a previous company, not with your current company. Okay. So it's okay to abandon. You can still port the date to your current company. You can still file the 485 application when the dates become current with the current company. Even if it's after one year that the priority date becomes final action date becomes current, with this new company, you can still file the 485.
5: Okay. We still have that option. Okay.
1: That is right. That is right.
5: And is there any, uh, like, what is the processing time for the labor right now? Because
1: when did you you get a supply?
5: Uh, yeah, they, they are, are adjudicating
1: December. the cases that we filed in the month of December right now.
5: So December means it's already... Next, like perso- next,
1: pers- next person, please.
5: Thank you, Rahul. Sanjay?
9: Sanjay? Yeah, hi. Um, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, uh, good afternoon, Rahul. Uh, I've got a quick question. So I was with Employer A and
1: uh, I-140 approved. I moved to employer B and um, they are in the process
9: of filing, not a process, they started filing again, right? And I've heard the same usual question on your um, chat. Um, Just one thing, if my employer A,
1: I don't know for a fact, if they have not withdrawn, is it okay to join them back, the I-140 approved? Even if they've withdrawn though, you can still join them back and they can refile your I-140 application. Oh, so they don't have to start the
4: process again, right? No, they don't have
1: to process, process. If the I-140 has been approved, then they can file one more I-140 using the same I-1 labor certification perpetually at any point of time. Oh, okay. So it, it doesn't matter whether they, it's been withdrawn or not withdrawn. Then. It doesn't matter.
9: Okay. All right. No, thank you so much.
1: I'll take the last caller guys today. It's about 4.01 and uh, don't forget that we do have, uh, if you want to make an appointment with any of our colleagues, my appointments are booked up uh, for the next 10 days, but you can make appointments with any of our colleagues uh, at the link that is provided in the chat. The last caller today, go ahead.
2: Shubhash.
4: Hi, Rahul. Uh, My question is like uh, with current company, my PD is 3rd July, 2013. Uh, That Mm -hmm. is with uh, 140 approved with EB2. And according to the current dates, uh, so what is your suggestion? Maybe the next bulletin, it may reach to Jan 2014. I just can't. I mean, I'm just listening with some other friends.
1: Uh, So you are right now under EB2 or
4: EB3? I'm EB2, 140 approved. Is your company, is Cognizant? No, my company is LVMH, Louis Vuitton.
1: And they're not going to downgrade it?
4: No, no, no. Actually, they said whichever comes first, they will do it. But what is your suggestion according to the current scenario?
1: Ah, okay. But let me me ask you this question. So you're getting the labor approved or what's going on on the labor part? I I didn't get the point.
4: With current company, my 140 is approved with EB2. Mm
0: -hmm.
4: Okay.
1: Most probably EB3 is going to go current. But my question is, why did not you downgrade in October of 2020?
4: Yeah, they said that time like... uh, uh, all the this is just like uh, they are delaying the fact and selling a lot of the applications will come, they will downgrade. They are saying some stories, they didn't downgrade me that time.
1: Well, so, uh, anyway, right now they're good.
4: Yeah, so yeah,
1: uh, yeah, I mean, most probably EB3 is going to become current and then you should be able to file a 48 application in August itself.
4: So, my question is like, uh, if tomorrow, maybe by the end of this year, if EB2 final date, big final action date become. June, January 14th. So my EB3 will be in the process. So I can uh, go back to EB2 also.
1: Why is that you guys want to go back to EB2? What is the love that you have? If the EB3 is going to move forward, what is the love you have for EB2?
4: I mean, like, uh, we don't know which is going faster and which
1: yeah, is... Yeah. So you can better. always change it though. So for now, I would file a for it for application. If the EB2 goes forward at a later date, I would want you to have a consultation with the lawyer because it's not that easy to just refile the entire for application or just to interfile. It's not an easy option though because these jets keep moving. We don't know which one moves forward. Now you're going to say, oh, I'm going to change this one. Guess what? This no. moves. Then you're going to change this one. No, So right now, now right now, getting on the boat as soon as possible is important for you.
4: Yeah, actually, my attorney is saying, first they will give the EB1, then the EB2, and finally it comes to EB3. So that's why she's forcing me to stay in EB2.
1: That is right. But 90% of the applications have been filed in EB2. So there are only 60% of the cases will go to EB1 and EB2, the leftovers. So if everybody is going to EB2, EB3 is left back. That's the reason EB3 moves forward. If you look into Chinese National, it moves forward. But anyway, I don't want to be in the guessing game. I am betting on EB3. If you want to bet on EB3, EB2, that's fine. Nothing wrong with it. Okay?
4: Uh, Thank you. I think you
1: are suggesting me
4: to go to EB3.
1: Right now, file it in EB3. No questions in that. Because who knows how the dates are going to move? If tomorrow everything might reverse, I want you to go in the 4 8 You should have been there in October 2020. I don't know how you missed. Let's not miss it again. Thank you, guys. The next conference call will be tomorrow at 11.30.
0: Thank you, Rahul.